today we're going to uh, celebrate and honor the men and women who served uh, and, and celebrate uh, Memorial Day with uh, something a little different. I'm doing a, a list of some movies that represent each of the, the big wars of the 20th century. So it's not necessarily a best of list. It's more representational, although um, this list is, is filled with a lot of Oscar winners. Most of them are, are on the AFI 100 list and such. So uh, it's a pretty good list. But these are some movies that I put together that um, I, I recommend people check out if they haven't already or if they're looking for something to watch this weekend. Uh, that might be some ideas. <clears throat> so why don't we go ahead and get started okay. with World War One? Uh, and three movies that I chose uh, for this. The first one is All Quiet on the Western Front from 1930. This was an Oscar winner for Best Picture and Best Director. It's number 54 on the AFI 100 list. Um, and this is basically a, uh, it's based on the book. Um, some of some of you may have read it. Uh, and uh, it's, it's uh, young recruits with romantic notions of war, idealistic dreams and such, go into war on the Western Front in World War One, and in the course of their their uh, experiences, realize the harsh reality of war and become disillusioned. Mm. So it's 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 you know it's a very early picture on on uh, uh, war, but uh, it's a great one. Okay. The next one that I chose for World War One is Paths of Glory from 1957. This is directed by Stanley Kubrick. It stars Kirk Douglas. It's one of Kubrick's best films, and if you're a fan, I highly encourage you to check it out. Here. Uh, a general accuses his soldiers of cowardice, and they're court-martialed, and their commanding officer, played by Douglas, has to defend them. And this was number 60 on the all-time list. And then finally, for World War One, I chose, this is the most recent movie on the list, 1917, which love came it. out in 2019. I love this that. Directed by, this is directed by Sam Mendes, so a lot of people may have already seen this one since it's more recent. But uh, it's about two British soldiers who are assigned to race against time and deliver a message that's going to stop 1,600 men from walking straight into a, a deadly trap. And this won uh, three Oscars. It was nominated for Best Picture and Best Director. I love 1917. I thought it was terrific. Yeah, it's a great film. And, and not yeah. all of these films uh, feature American soldiers, but again, they kind of represent uh, the wars they speak about. All right, next. <laughs> Moving on to World War II. Uh, I start with, um, you know, a, probably one of the biggest ones, uh, Saving Private Ryan from 1998. And again, this is probably a movie that most people have seen. Uh, it's directed by Steven Spielberg, of course. It stars Tom Hanks, uh, Tom Sizemore, and Matt Damon. Uh, this one is uh, uh, after the Normandy landings. A group of soldiers have to go behind enemy lines to retrieve a soldier played by Damon, whose brothers have all been killed in action. Now, this won five Oscars, including Best Director, but it famously lost Best Picture to Shakespeare in Love, which is sort of one of the, the all-time great travesties in Oscar history. Um, the next film uh, that I chose for World War II is uh, a favorite of mine, The Bridge on the River Kwai from mm. 1957. I love this one, Joe. Love it. I love it, too. And this is directed by David Lean. It stars William Holden, Alec Guinness, and Jack Hawkins. Uh, it won seven Oscars, including Best Picture, uh, an actor for Alan Guinness and director. And here, uh, for those who aren't familiar, the British POWs are forced to build a bridge across the River Kwai, um, not knowing that the Allied forces are planning to uh, blow it up, essentially. 
And this is number 13 on the AFI 100 list, so it's uh, a very well-respected movie. <clears throat> the next film I want to highlight uh, is one of my favorites on this list, and, and it might be one some people are not as familiar with, and that's The Best Years of Our Lives from 1946. Mm. And this is directed by William Wyler. Uh, it stars Myrna Loy, Frederick March, Dana Andrews, and Harold Russell. Um, and Harold Russell was a real-life double amputee of his hands, uh, and uh, this is a story more about the home front and aftermath of, of World War II. So these three soldiers come back to their hometown and must readjust to society uh, that they had left you know, several years before heading to war. It won seven Oscars, including Best Picture and Best Director. Mm. It's number 37 on the AFI 100 list. And Harold Russell, the, the amputee I spoke about, won a special Oscar for bringing hope and courage to his fellow veterans and he also won Best Supporting Actor. So he's the only person in history to win two Oscars for the same role, mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. And then finally for World War II, I chose Patton from 1970. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is directed by Franklin Schaefer. It's written by Francis Ford Coppola, uh, who won an Oscar for his writing. Uh, it was also a um, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor for George C. Scott, and as I just said, Coppola won for, for writing. This is number 89 on the AFI 100 list, and <clears throat> as the title suggests, it's uh, uh, pretty much a, uh, a biopic of the career of the American general George S. Patton. Who in the world can forget about the opening monologue, too, of that exactly, movie? Exactly, <laughs> where he's in front of the flag. <laughs> yeah, it's just fabulous. Okay, next, what do you have? The next is the Korean War. Now, this was a little harder because, frankly, there's not many American... Korean War films. There's quite a few from Korea, so if you're interested in this war, you can kind of look up some of the uh, best Korean films uh, on, on the war, but the, the sort of obvious choice here is MASH from 1970, and this is directed by Robert Altman. It was written by uh, Ring Gardner uh, Lardner Jr., who was one of the Hollywood Ten, who was blacklisted at one point. This stars Donald Sutherland, Elliot Gould, and uh, Sally Kellerman, and as most people probably know, this is about a Korean War field hospital, and it's a comedy, although it's a dark comedy, obviously, because there's a lot of war and death uh, around that. Get, uh, fun fact on this one, Gary Berghoff, who played Radar, um, was the only person who, or the only cast member who played the same role in the movie MASH and then followed up on the TV series MASH, which, of course, is probably more famous than this actual movie is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. And finally, for, for uh, Vietnam War, I have uh, several films here, uh, starting with Apocalypse Now, uh, which may be the definitive uh, Vietnam movie. This is from 1979, directed by Francis Ford Coppola, uh, stars Marlon Brando, Martin Sheen, Robert Duvall. This is based on, on Joseph Conrad's book, The Heart of Darkness, and this is about a U.S. Army officer uh, who's traveling down river in Vietnam, and he is supposed to assassinate this renegade Special Forces colonel, uh, Colonel Kurtz, who sort of has, uh, sees himself as a god. <clears throat> this won two Oscars. Uh, it was nominated for Best Picture and Best Director. It's number 28 on the AFI 100 list. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm a little frog in my throat this morning. <laughs> the next film is The Deer Hunter from 1978. Mm -hmm. This is directed by Michael Cimino. Uh, this stars Robert De Niro, Christopher Walken, and Meryl Streep. 
And this is another one that, that talks a little bit more about the home front. Uh, and this is a, an examination of the ways that the Vietnam War uh, impacted and disrupted the lives of several friends from a small steel town in Pennsylvania. This won five Oscars, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Supporting Actor for Christopher Walken. And it's number 79 on the AFI 100 list. Uh, this other film that I want to talk about is another one that a lot of people may not know about or, or may have forgotten. Uh, and that's Coming Home from 1978, so the same year. This is directed by Hal Ashby, and it stars Jane Fonda, John Boyd, and Bruce Stern. And this is another one that focuses a little bit more on returning veterans and the, the things on the home front. Uh, Jane Fonda plays a woman whose husband is fighting in Vietnam, and she falls in love with another man uh, who suffered a paralyzing combat injury there. Um, John Voight, is, uh, uh, he won an Oscar for Best Actor. Fonda won an Oscar for Best Actress. Uh, the writing of the film won uh, another Oscar as well. It was nominated for Best Picture and Director and some others, but it, it didn't win. One thing about this is uh, it's the first film really to deal openly with the idea of a love scene between an able-bodied person and a differently able one. Um, so it's, uh, it's kind of uh, um, unique in that way. And then finally, for uh, the Vietnam era, I chose Platoon from 1986, directed by Oliver Stone, starring Charlie Sheen, Tom Berger, and Willem Dafoe. Uh, and Charlie Sheen plays a, a neophyte recruit in Vietnam who is caught between this battle of two sergeants, one good, played by Dafoe, and one evil, played by Berger. This won four Oscars, including Best Picture and Director, and uh, this is number 83 on the AFI 100 list. And this is the first, uh, um, Oliver Stone became the first Vietnam veteran to direct a major motion picture about the Vietnam War. Mm. So I'll take a breath now <laughs> if you want to discuss any of them. But uh, we, we had a lot to get through there, so I wanted to get through all of it. Well, I think it's really interesting how when you look at the Vietnam War movies, Joe, they really turn and you can see the evolutions of movies where back with the World War II films, they were mostly action films and, you know, the, the war and battling the, the, the axis and stuff. But as you develop more into the filmmaking, the Vietnam War movies are more complex individuals, sidebar stories, as well as the war. Absolutely. And, and I think that that's twofold. Uh, one is probably the obvious reason that the, the Vietnam War was more uh, complex and controversial and it wasn't as unanimously supported as World War II generally was. Um, so there's, there's a complexity already kind of built into that. And as a, as a society, and, and, and it also happened in the sort of the new Hollywood era uh, of the 70s, where there was a lot of disillusionment in general, and directors were making uh, films that were a little more heartfelt and real and adult. So I think those two things combined kind of contribute to that uh, um, characterization of the Vietnam films. 